This episode of Go Be Wyoming is brought to you by Fly Sheridan. Save time, fly local, fly Sheridan. The Sheridan County Airport has reliable air service operated by SkyWest Airlines and United. They have a newly remodeled terminal and construction for additional parking underway. Sheridan County is becoming one of the busiest airports in the region. Book your direct flight to Denver today via united.com. This episode is brought to you by Fine Sight and Sound, the premier audiovisual integration company serving the greater Wyoming area right out of Sheridan, Wyoming. Go to their website at fssavpro.com or call Aaron Perez at 307-751-6585 for more information and a free consultation. Well, cool guys. Well, I'm excited to help wild predicts, help you guys and, um, kind of go, you know, just get the word out about how you guys go about things like the, you know, the algorithms. I don't know how much you guys want to share, but I think for people out there, it'll be interesting on how you guys come up with all your predictions and, um, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So on today's episode, I'm sitting down with, uh, the wild predicts, um, what do you got like a sports blog predictions page what do you guys want to call yourself <laughs> yeah no yeah we're like i guess predictions page sports enthusiasts i don't know yeah 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 wyoming and that should make it clear wyoming high school sports you know in the state of wyoming that's what we you guys cover um we've got uh charles uh and kaden kaden's an analyst and uh charles i guess you're the creator analyst or yeah basically yeah I do most of the like the graphics and stuff that we present. So yeah, awesome. That's great. And you guys, uh, a little tell me a little bit about yourselves uh, for people that might not know who you guys are, where you guys are from. Yeah. So my name's Charles Lallaton, um, as roommates with Caden, but we're our household that at college we're all originally from Lyman, Wyoming, so the southwest corner. And um, yeah, high school sports were we're always good to us. Like in high school, we, we participated all across the spectrum from cross country to football, to swimming, to track, to golf. Like we covered most of what was available in in Lyman, but yeah. we're, we're, so that, that made us interested like in everything, but yeah, we come from the small town of Wyoming. I don't know if you have anything else. To add. Uh, just, my name is Caden Giles and uh, yeah, I'm just from a little small town of Lyman, Wyoming. I uh, played multiple sports and yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and I just love that, you know, you guys are Wyoming guys and, um, you know, creating this predictions page. Um, the first time we talked, you know, you guys didn't expect all the uh, uh, feedback you guys were going to get, you know, I think it was kind of more of a hobby for you guys. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this is, you know, something we can provide people and keep people up to date. And um and then the predictions are cool because that, you know, just builds some more anticipation and some hype around games. So um, I think it's really cool, and I hope hope it keeps growing for you guys. Yeah, like all, all good things, like, I don't know, Nike started in the garage in the basement. That's, yep. that's where we were. We were downstairs watching high school state football, and we were like, why the heck don't we do this? Like, there's <laughs> only one, one person that does this. So, like, let's let's give it a shot. And so we – we started out with just presenting like word documents of with like this is this like not to not just a generic like 
We'll go yeah. with Lyman Mountain View because that's what's in our brain from the rivalry. Lyman 52, Mountain View 48, and we just color coded everything and threw it up on a Word document, and that was that. And so slowly, um, with some feedback from uh, family members, friends, we've been we've been improving and getting getting to where we're actually a little bit more presentable and professional yeah. and because not now it's not that joke that we made in the in the basement we're hopefully we're getting a little bit more serious yeah get get you know like a home office or you know start going from there yeah yeah um which which state championship game were you guys watching um we were just watching nfhs um because we get it for like the month that it's yeah a little bit easier on the wallet for us yeah so we were just I think we were actually watching a Torrington game. It was, I think it was the, was it a playoff? Yeah, it, it was it a was playoff. Torrington Mountain View. Okay. The last year. Last year, yeah, when uh, Torrington's player went down and um, it was a crazy game. And we come up after the game talking about it and we were like, man, who saw that coming? And yep. uh, we were like, wow, yeah, that, that's something we could do. Like, we could, like, say, hey, watch out for this. Like, so I mean, it was kind of fun, but yeah, that's that's basically how it started. We started out with football. We just completed the, the second full season. Yeah, this yeah. year. So yeah, second full season of doing predictions, um, and we're 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 slowly um, getting out there, spanning fanning out to. Yeah, we did. We've done basketball this season for all the regular season games. So yeah, it's it's getting there. Yeah, no, you guys, I think you guys are doing great. And yeah, let's, uh, you know, I coached this year up at Sheridan. So this year, um, how'd you guys fare for football predictions? Um, who, uh, who were surprises maybe out of, out of, out of your, your team, you know, uh, at the end of the year? Yeah. So, um, you always, you always know, uh, Sheridan, Cody, um, maybe even a star Valley, like, those those couple teams are gonna push. They're gonna the they'll, they'll, they'll always run the table. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, mm -hmm. Just their programs have always been like that. Uh, even when we were in high school, they were always there or really close. Anyway. Yeah, and that, that's something that we use too. Like not only with the uh, stats that we use for predictions, we also use our like knowledge from when we were in high school. Like. Oh, this coach is still there. Like he's a pretty dang good coach. Like yeah. we use that knowledge when, because sometimes, like I remember our first season when uh, we started predicting, Farson Eden would always lose. Like no matter what the stats, no matter who they were going against, they were the outlier in the um, stat analyst, like the analyzed stats through the analytics. Yeah, the analytics. They were always always lower. Like they were always the underdog. And we knew, like, oh, this is a good team. And they ended up going to the state championship game that year. Like, we knew, like, this is a good team. So yeah. we, we have to use what we know, too, to, to sometimes go across, I guess, right. what it says. But, yeah, going back to the state football, we we had – we predicted all the games, the, the five classifications, and um, we did pretty good, I feel like. Uh, we were at all the games, and they, there were some teams that we were, like, okay, this, this team's on a run. Like, we knew that this was going to happen, and um, we ended up let, – let's see, let me go through here. So we we ended up picking uh, Rock Springs over Sheridan. Um, 
And that we we that that was a surprise. Not gonna lie, like that, just the way the game turned out. Because hmm. I remember the pre the game before in Sheridan, it was close, well, yeah. like a three point game. Yeah. So I mean, in in the state game, I it just blew up. I think I think the state of Wyoming knew who Colson Coon was yeah. after that game. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. that was that was an amazing performance. Like all the eyes were on uh Schoenfeld and like we knew that he was a, a big star uh recruited by Wyoming and that. But after that game I remember um we were running around on the field getting pictures and that and we talked to uh Kevin from the Sheridan Press and he yeah. was like this kid, he's a junior. State's gonna know him. He's he's not going away. He's a junior, and we and we were all like looking at each other, like, "Oh my gosh, like this is insane! What a performance!" And then when he won Gatorade uh, Player of the Year, we were like, "Yeah, that, that that's that's a no-brainer. Like that was an amazing performance and from yeah. a junior." Well, and I gotta say, being on the staff, he's a he's a great kid as well off the field, great worker. Um, We'll probably cover this. He's a great wrestler right now, having a good year. Um, uh, I will say, yeah, that first the first game up here, you're absolutely right. It was a, a dogfight to the end. Colson had to make that big long run that we had to go on top of that first game. So, um, yeah, very cool. So you guys read all the games. That's awesome. Um, the other the other divisions, you know, we don't we're not able to watch them all the way through. But um, gosh, who played right before the four A? Um, was it a Rocky Mountain Shoshone? I think yeah, that was an interesting game. Yeah, talk a little yeah. bit about that. Yes. So we had we had Shoshone over Rocky Mountain, and no, we had no. Sorry, fifty-two forty-eight. So we picked Rocky because we we had been watching Rocky through the season progress and kind of roll over teams and and yeah, getting hot at the right time. But and then just like lots of lots of like turnovers. I remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were lots of turnovers and and some errors, just yeah, little things that could decide a game that you wouldn't think, and that's how that game just ended up. I, we I remember watching. Uh, we were standing on the Rocky Mountain sideline for most of the game, and I remember watching the quarterback after some of those errors, like just kind of I don't, I don't want to say lose composure, but you could tell he was nervous. Like it was a big game for him, yeah. and um. I think that it, like I, I don't remember his name or his uh, year in school, but he he definitely performed well through the season. And then when it came down time, I think it it got a little big. And I think some of these smaller schools coming to the war in Laramie yeah. War Memorial that's a big culture shock. Like that's yeah. a big difference, and that that can play a big difference for uh, these smaller schools that are playing in front of maybe two hundred people in the hayfield by the high school like that that's that's a big culture shock coming to the war playing but in front of a big screen bands like that's that's a big deal and some sometimes these kids like they can crack or they can overperform like we saw some yeah yeah for sure yeah i just remember that game just it was back and forth early but then just you know mm -hmm. just mistakes there and it's kind of a weird game too but um no, you're 100% right. You know, we even see it in the 4A too. Just, you know, some kids we expect to um, maybe have good games and just it's a big it's a big stadium. It's loud. Um, you've got fans from other cities there. I mean, it's a big deal. So 
Um, let's talk about the Cody game because that was the day before, and I'm getting stats from some of our reporters that watched it, and I'm like, holy crap. So you guys, did you guys have Cody win that one? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, but the game just was blown up. It was one of those games I was not expecting. I was expecting because – or like like I said earlier, like earlier in the season, it was to the last like mm-hmm. like last second, literal second, just a heave to the back of the end zone, cross the field, which coaches probably hate. <laughs> so, and they score and win that game, and that's what we were expecting, kind of that like last second or that last two minute drive to try and win a football game. Mm-hmm. No, the Cody defense took over. Yeah, I mean, well, what was it like? What a what an amazing yeah what an amazing plan defensive scheme yeah, plan like right. the I remember like some of those interceptions and I was like oh my gosh like I was sitting up at the top for this and I was like that kid's gonna run eighty plus yards back like are we are you kidding like and then Jackson comes back and runs the field down to the down to their end zone and that's another pick six and we're like oh my gosh yeah like and that. I don't remember the the specific name of the one defensive player, but he had two or three interceptions, yeah. and I was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah. No, and I, I heard his interview from somewhere, and he just said, "I just knew, you know, this is where they throw the ball, and uh, so good coaching on them, and great anticipation by that kid." I mean, but yeah, two big pick sixes like that—that's so demoralizing to an offense. That's just, uh, um, but yeah, that was crazy. I heard that one. Um, what are the other uh, – I don't know how the other ones landed out. Yeah, so we got two left. and um, Lyman, Lyman Lovell, oh. they're, they're both just smash-mouth football teams. Yeah. I mean, just from my experience in high school, that's it was a battle in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins that battle in the trenches is going to win that football game. Yeah, earlier in the season, Lyman was able to pass. Um, but they weren't able to run the ball as well. But in it just came down to Lyman's uh, – Touchdown and two-point conversion in the first quarter. Yeah, so, yeah. Some, some may look back at that two-point conversion and kind of look at it if you – like because it might have been a controversial call there because right. the refs had to come together and, and discuss and everything. And you can't go off of instant replay in high school. And instant replay was there and fans saw it. And it was it was interesting seeing that maybe that ball did not cross the plane. Like it, it was interesting to see and – you had to, you had to, I guess, trust the rest and yeah. Lyman people were. I, I remember going to Applebee's after the in between a uh, couple games and a bunch of parents were there, and uh, one walked out and he's like, "I don't know that that win doesn't taste as well as the first one against Lovell because sure. they knew they knew like, oh, we saw that on replay, like it should be a six-six game right now, but I mean, not to blame it on the refs because. The, the outcome was what it was, but like yeah. eight to six, that the, you, you don't hear like that kind of score in high school football. Like right. defenses were disciplined, like eight to six and through four quarters of play like that's, that's pretty good for a defense in high school to in a state game. And yeah. like the two run, the two uh, rush touchdowns, one by uh, the kid from Lovell and one by from Lyman, like they, that's all you that's all they could do is Run. slowly get through the gaps and get a couple yards here and there and my gosh it was insane i uh 
Um, no, you're 100% right. That sounds like Wyoming football to me, Lovell Lyman, you know, 8-6 game. Uh, shout out AJ uh, Montanez and Lovell. He's a coach down there. And I will tell you guys, because you guys are Lyman guys, that they don't hold that against, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the win, you know, if it was a bad call or not. He, he told me, he's like, hey, you know, they won up front and that's how it ended out. So um, I do get that, though, if it was a questionable call. But um, OK, so 8-6, uh, Lyman beat Lovell. Was that 2A? Yeah, that's the 2A. And then the 1A6 man, um, Little Snake River, I think can't know. I think they got a little rivalry there. I think they're pretty oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It gets a little chippy. I remember that game got a little chippy. But in the, the game, when Little Snake kind of started to extend that lead. Right. On the campus, just shove in, yelling at the coaches, flexing on them. Like, it was just one of those kind of games. And, but, Little Snake River from the beginning just ran the table. They yeah, big runs. I think that's the fun part about six man is that those huge runs. Like you get around the corner and you're the only one on the. There's green grass ahead of you. You better go. Like that. That's the fun thing about six man is there's gonna be those 50, 60 plus yard runs that no one's gonna catch you. You got a fast kid. Well, you better bring your track shoes because it's gonna be a track meet because. It's just down and back down. And I, and then Little Snake's defense, I think, came up with some big plays because yeah. they – yeah, they ended up putting that game away pretty dang pretty dang well. Yeah. Yeah, six-man's always fun to watch. And uh, sometimes we get a we get a JV or like a freshman, you know, matchup in six-man. So that's always fun to uh, for our 4A kids to play some six-man and they get to experience that. And that's exactly what we tell them is be ready for a track meet guys. Like it's just, you're just going to have to run and uh, catch these guys. And, um, and then the offense is fun putting some bigs out there and trying to get them the ball. But uh, um, so how, what was overall in the championship games? What were your guys' records there? So uh, let's see here. We got three, three, three and two. Yeah. Yeah. Three and two. That's pretty good. I mean, most of that, most of that, we had the stats, but then, like I said earlier, like it comes down. We also like as a panel, there's five of us here, so like we talk about it. We we look at how the these past matchups are common opponents, like stats, and we we do we go a little deeper than what the Excel spreadsheet will tell us, and yeah. we take into effect like oh the weather and everything, and so like this maybe this will come down to the field goal kicker that Sheridan has. Like we, we just look at that kind of stuff as well. And yeah, um, maybe sometimes we look into it too much, but um, <laughs> I think that uh, the stats are a very good key indicator of what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, the whole state, like you guys said, you know, I don't blame you guys at all for, you know, that first game between Sheridan and rock was super tight and, you know, and, um, Rock Springs was rolling and uh, I mean, they were just pounding people and um, you know, don't beat yourself up to analyzing it too much. I mean, it could, you know, it, you never know. It could always happen, but so that's cool. So you guys use stats and then you guys as a panel kind of get together and maybe talk about some intangibles and, and things like that. Um, that's awesome. Um, have you, you guys haven't done a next football season yet. Have you like a too early? Um, Cause I know we were talking that, uh, the Wyoming football is it Wyoming football or Wild Sports, whatever they've already done. They've already got a yeah, yeah. Patrick with Wyoming football went ahead and he did his too early and he had some good, good insights. Yeah, 
something interesting that we had found too was about rich yeah rich county uh so they're becoming rich county utah they're okay. coming to the two-way west uh to play seven games i believe mm-hmm. against the whole entire west side of the two-way wow um, we found very interesting they will, will not be able to participate in the playoffs of course right the fact that we're bringing in a utah team to play these schools uh i i found that very interesting yeah but what's the what's the decision behind that it's a it's a very unique um thing i read in a couple of reports that the rich coach um i believe his last name's cornea um and he he said he was trying to keep the program alive so the ad was looking for avenues and this was one that they were willing to take and basically took him out of state championship contention in utah because now they're just playing all these yeah. wyoming teams but well, they do it anyway they've been playing like the coke bills uh, lyman, lyman mountain, mountain view, view anyway that southwest corner they usually hit up pretty hard in their schedule but now it's opened up to where they'll play Kemmer. well they're they'll play level they'll play um thermopolis like all those teams on that two-way west side rich yeah. county's gonna be in there and, and they're they're a they're a tough team year in year out. Like they they're those farm boys that they they can put together a team and for the two A it's going to be interesting to see. No, they're not going to be able to come to Laramie for a state championship game, but yeah, that's a pretty unique uh, thing coming in next year. Heck yeah! Oh, that kind of opens the door for other conversations. You know, um, you know uh, this northeastern side. You've got Rapid City and like Billings. You know. Um, Hmm, that's interesting. And you know, Sheridan used to play Billings in like a zero week before. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That um, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, especially if they do well, you know, against Wyoming teams, you know, it makes you wonder um, if if they should have an opportunity, um, or or uh, the state championship has to be updated or something. That's interesting. Um, right, because it's like um, if you were to travel, I don't know the geographics over there yeah um, you know this because my wife is from over in cokeville and you drive from cokeville you you go you're on that same road over by bear lake area and you go from wyoming you cut through utah and you're back into wyoming it's in that right. little spot of the corner where if utah was a a rectangle that most of that southwest corner they would be in utah so yeah like, it's it's pretty dang close to everybody they they're very familiar and they play in most every sport, volleyball, basketball, football. Sure. Like they're a very common very, opponent. And so very competitive. They, yeah. They've always they've always done they fare well. So especially hmm. the last couple of years, I know. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and we think some like 4A Sheridan definitely a team to continue watching for. Um because like still have Colson Coon, got some returners from last year's team. Yep. You got Lyman, got Ashton Housekeeper, who bursted onto the scene this year. Um, and he'll be leading that team again. Yeah, in the two years ago, he was a wide receiver. Wide receiver. And this then, year comes in and plays quarterback. Okay. Um, leads touch like two way in touchdowns, points scored. Yeah. Junior as well, like pretty Jeez. pretty good show out for him. And so he'll They'll have a couple returners. They do lose key players up front in the trenches, so that'll be interesting to see the adjustments. Yeah. Um, 
continuing with like 3A. I mean, Cody's got that program built strong. Yeah. He, I remember watching after I was down on the field after, and he he basically handed the state trophy to the kids and said, "This, this will this will erode. This will rot away." And he pointed to the team in the crowd and said, "This is why you play football." Yeah. And he, he was very, very, very. I was impressed with that statement from the coach, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're they're not there to win state championships, but they're there to win. Like, they're there to compete and to build that unity as a team. And I think that that's, um, I think that was truly a cool moment to catch on film and that. And yeah. So if you want, you can go watch that on our uh, social page if you scroll down. Awesome. The end of the state footballs. There's videos from, I believe it's the Sheridan kicker. It went pretty viral and. Um, yep. he, he jumps up and down and says we did it and yeah that was a tr- truly amazing game that truly the game plan was um done down yeah 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 absolutely well in 4a i think 4a is probably the only one that you know the the top four or five are always up there and then they just gotta battle it out when it comes down to it but uh any other fall sports? Did you guys cover volleyball or anything like that this go around? Yeah, so we we uh, we didn't really like we used the panel to really predict those uh, conference yeah. regional tournaments and state tournament games. Um, we were pretty effective. Um, um, shout out to our our fellow panel person Ben Nieder. Like he he also um, was there with us talking volleyball. He he likes volleyball he knows his volleyball and his teams and um he's very good at, at realizing if teams are on on the on the like picking it up and mm-hmm. how they're going to perform at state and so we we ended up um i'm gonna pull these up and make sure i'm getting my info right but yeah we we definitely had the state volleyball and um it was it was interesting uh, the adjustment from last season um how they only did the one day and like the one day tournament and that's all it was. And so, uh, and so this now being the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, again, I think really let the team show out. Um, so yeah, there were a couple, couple games, uh, the three a and the two a, um, that were five set matches like that. That's when you think of state volleyball, state championship, you always want those five set battles. Like that's, that's what you want to see. And, um, I know that foray with Laramie and Kelly Walsh um, in the regular season, Laramie, Laramie back to back, maybe even back to back to back, if I'm not mistaken. But um, they, they played Kelly Walsh and they met up twice in the regular season and Kelly Walsh ran the table like it was it was kind of a beatdown sometimes. And um, we all know Alexis Stuckey from Laramie, the outstanding volleyball player and her, her mom's the coach, her little sister plays too, like tremendous, tremendous family here in Laramie. And, um, just to, just to get there and really like show out and they, they ended up sweeping them in three. And so, so coming from that regular season and, uh, we knew like this team is going to show up at state. This team is going to show up at state. Like that's what we kept telling ourselves. Like these teams, they, they have their, uh, Oh, they're going to be at state. Like they're kind of one of the lock-ins, and mm-hmm. so that was uh, interesting that it ended up in a in a three-game sweep because of the reg- if you look at the regular season and they were battles, five-set battles, and in Casper, uh, 
maybe a four set battle here in Laramie. And yeah, it was surprising. I remember I kind of uh, took a glimpse on Facebook. They put a live on Laramie High right. School was, and I just happened to click on it. Like one second, like I think Laramie was up like two sets to one, right? Then or maybe it was like one. I don't even remember. But then like I turned it off and I came back like 15 minutes later. Kelly Walsh is on a winning set. I swear, like I maybe it wasn't 15 minutes, but yeah, like, it was Kelly Walsh. Like I think it was in four four sets. They won three straight. Yeah, because Laramie was up one zero, and Kelly Walsh just went yeah. on a run. That yeah. they, so. tremendous coaches from both Laramie and Kelly Walsh. Yeah, um, Kelly Walsh is coach. Um, I don't want to say it incorrectly, but he he definitely has um, more like one of the coaches with the most state champions mm-hmm. uh, teams, state championships. So yeah, yeah. tremendous for a matchup. Um, we'll jump down to one a because yep. um, uh, it's Cokeville. Um, they Cokeville and Casey um, Cokeville's coming in, winning four straight titles. And um, the last time this happened, this is a, a little tidbit too. Last time they were on a, a four straight state champions, they lost the fifth one. And so then they, they lose that that back five years ago, and they start the trend again, four straight in a row, come in with a new coach, um, the, the well-known coach that was there, Coach Thompson, I believe is his last name. Yeah. And so he, he retired. There's a new coach coming in. You still know uh, Cokeville has the athletes that are going to perform well. Um, they squeak by in the, in the semis, get into the state championship game, and – uh, the team that I think surprised most of, if not everyone, at the state tournament was KC. Yeah, like, there were a three seed coming out of the regional tournament. Squeak, they don't even squeak by. Like they beat Little Snake River hard. Like they were the one seed coming from, um, from yeah. their region, and so it was. And then getting to the state championship game, KC beats Cokeville. Cokeville's going for that fifth title, and Cokeville falls short of that fifth straight again. But KC, I mean, they 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 came on at the right time, and yep. they won that match three sets to one, and it was, an, oh, wow. it was a great game. Um, yeah, so in 3A, I mean, this is another – this is from our, our valley where we grew up. It was the rivalry between Mountain View and Lyman, and, like, going through – like. If you if you knew, like it's insane to think that these teams play twice in the regular season, they always play in the region somewhere along the lines. No matter if they win, they lose. One team's better. They'll always play like no matter what. And then so we get to this state championship game. They played six times before. Holy cow! In the season, and um, Mountain View had ran the table. The only game that Lyman had, they had only won one game. Yeah, senior night in Lyman, and that's the only game they won in the season. And then we get to the state championship game, and my gosh, the whole whole Bridger Valley, I swear, was watching this game either in person or on NFHS because they just knew, like, this is an instant classic between these two 3A schools because just a tremendous outing. And um, yeah. it, it went down to that fifth set. It was a, it was a fifth setter, and um, just – I remember the last play. Um, she's a great uh, upcoming star. I believe she's a sophomore. Kate Walker from Mountain View rises up for the for the 
basically, I mean, it was a 14-7 game at that point. So Lyman was in control. But the sophomore rises up, tremendous athlete, um, and just hits it across. It. Like, it doesn't go over. It, like, hits the net and crosses over. And that's how Lyman wins. And it was a, just insane, insane atmosphere. Like, those two teams, like, they, they battled. That, and they they battle in everything. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what sport it is. They that whole week is like a hype week. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it might it might be a biased uh, biased opinion from us, but we would we would argue very very hard to say that, that is one of the best rivalries in the state of Wyoming yeah. in every sport. It doesn't matter cross country. I remember high school John during the cross country race with a Mountain View runner. Like I remember talking smack during the race with the Mountain View runner. Like. It's it's in every sport. Like if it's a team sport, if it's an individual sport, that rivalry is strong. Love and it. The older generation does not let that die. So, <laughs> They're going to continue that on, yeah. And so two A, we knew uh, Sundance. They were coming in for a three peat, and we we were like, oh, this is a, this is a good team. Like we maybe underestimated them in uh, regionals mm. a little because they were having to face. I think. I want to say Bighorns from the same conference. Yeah, I think they're same region, and so they yeah. had met at the at their region, and um, so it was. We knew it was going to be a a good game. I I don't remember if we picked exactly that uh, bracket, but we knew that um, if these two teams met, it was going to be a battle because I think I think Sundance either got beat out in the semis. I think it was the semis at regionals by okay. Big. Yeah, so I think, I think that it was it was a, it was going to be a good matchup, and this was a, this was one of your fifth set or five sets too. So yeah, it was it was a great game. Um, I know some of these uh, athletes from Sundance were like they they've been there. They they know this atmosphere. They mm-hmm. they know what it needs to take. And so props to Bighorn uh, showing out and getting that state championship. Yep, stopping a three peat there. Yeah, yeah. and That's just awesome. like. I think for volleyball, it's kind of like, like you definitely have those coaches that can build those programs, and I think those programs will continue to yep. to be great. And um, it'll be interesting to see four A without the the great Alexis Stuckey, two time Gatorade Player of the Year. Like that, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out now because mm-hmm. she's, as we know, going to Florida to play. Um, she won the MVP at the Under Armour All-American game. Like, oh, dang. She, she is good. Like, she yeah. is she is one of the – like, right now, the last couple of years in Wyoming, I, there have been athletes that we probably won't see talent that equals them in, in years, 50-plus yep. years, I would, I would not even fear to say because, like, um, we'll get in, into uh, swimming too and – Talk mm. about Landers domination, but um, yeah. the Alexis Stuckey was one that people needed to know in Wyoming. Like this is one that Wyoming is going to be very proud of, such as Logan Wilson. Like yeah. that that athlete, like that's an athlete that we can look back on and be like, Yep, he was one that truly was an outstanding star from Wyoming. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I um running the weight room, you know, talking to the girls and they were like, well, Laramie's going to be, you know, she's going to be tough to beat. And then just in the program in general, Laramie's always tough, but um, yeah, let's roll into swimming, you know, swimming. I think the state championships next week, is that next week? Yeah. Next weekend we got three, a four, a on uh it's in Gillette. 
Um, so that that's where I competed. And I think they're trying to bounce it back and forth from Laramie and Gillette right now. So yeah, we both got stellar aquatic centers. So not a, not a problem bouncing back and forth from there. But yeah, we had um, so conference swim was last weekend, and there are the definite um, powerhouse teams like um, Laramie has a tremendous coach in Tim Hudson. Yeah, um, he I remember um, walking into the pool, and there's a um, he was national coach of the year by one of the associations, and so he's a tremendous coach. I'm always puts up together a program, no matter. No matter the numbers, no matter if he wants to say, oh, this is a down year in athletes, he always puts together the team. Yeah. Um, Laramie has a diver, Dylan Bressler, who all-American status as a junior in diving, which wow. is tremendously hard to come by. Yeah. Like, like you may – diving, um, we all know that, like, they vote the dives and everything, but they had to send in those dives to get judged by – and get it approved that they were accurate scores just to right. verify his All-American status. And then 3A, uh, we always think of Lander, um, like 20, 26 state championships in a row going on for this year. Like they, when you think of Wyoming swimming, people need to, people need to think of Lander Valley High School because they, I mean, I've seen videos that they have that state, uh, title pennant already got the year that we're in like their confidence level is there but they also have the athletes to back with us oh dynasty man yeah huge dynasty like we and i know it was hard because they lost a coach a couple years ago their head coach uh bill and so uh shauna had to take over the the head coach now and uh, she truly has continued the legacy and the dynasty and continues to have swimmers like come in and you know like oh if you beat if you beat a kid from lander at first state title that that's that's another thing onto that state title like yeah you may have won but you also beat the kid from lander like doesn't matter who it is they always have that one kid that you're going to be like oh yep i'm if i beat him that's going to be amazing grace right and so going back to alexis as a, a star athlete in the state johnny Kulo. Um, he's from Lander. He's a swimmer, senior, going to swim at Arizona State um, wow. after he graduates. Arizona State's head coach is Michael Phelps. Coach Jim, uh, Jim or Bowen. Coach Bowen was Michael yeah. Phelps' coach, and so amazing talent. Um, doesn't matter what he swims; he likes to push himself. So, wow, great, great, yeah. great athletes in in swim world right now. And um, preview for four A, there'll be. Your top teams, Laramie, Cheyenne Central, and Cheyenne South's always in there. Sheridan's a, got a, a really good team this year, and Kelly Walsh. So those will be your top five teams, and four yeah. is what we're what we're looking at. Three A, yeah. no question. Lander will run the table for their seems like a hundred title in a row now, <laughs> but I mean they'll. Even when from when I was in high school, I remember we we were state runners up, and we we called ourselves uh, the state champions because we knew that it like no one's going to touch Lander. So if you get right. second, you 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 should be the state champion. Like like, and so uh, it's an interesting 
and just a, like you said, a dynasty. But like, yeah, Lander, Green River, Buffalo. Buffalo has got some athletes too. Yep. And there's a family up there, the Wonkas. And I in swimming, it's if you have a family and that first that first kid that comes through is a good swimmer, you can almost guarantee that their siblings are going to come in and be better. Like it, it's just something about the swim world that if they're yep. If their siblings are good, they're just going to progressively get better. And so that's – Buffalo's got a good family and some good athletes, Lander. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, Buffalo always produces some good athletes. We just had uh, Chris Brzezinski on because he, he lives up here in Sheridan now. So that's another Wyoming uh, Wyoming guy. Um, let's see. Uh, any other fall ones we wanted to cover, or do we want to jump into basketball, guys? Uh, yeah, we, we could – Fall, yeah, cross country was um, was held in Ethity, um, Wyoming, Wyoming Indian High School. Tremendous yep. atmosphere, um, that state course, the state um, meet, um, very well put together. Um, shout out to uh, Wyoming Indian High School for that. I don't know if you were able to see some of those videos of the 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 horse leading the the runners and that after the on the through the race and just a tremendous like atmosphere at the state meet and um jackson yeah jackson swept the the gatorade player of the year for cross country so they're a powerhouse too star valley's been there like and i i think this was a down year for star valley and coach draney there but i think that he he somehow he'll he'll just put those athletes together he knows that they'll come out. And so he puts, he puts a team together. And so, yeah. Yeah. Peter, Peter Visser, he just graduated and is competing at Weber state. He's from star Valley and, um, tremendous, uh, three time, if not four time, uh, state cross country champion track cha- state champion record setter. Like he, he star Valley puts the athletes out. That's for sure. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, and yeah. Um, I think, Golf, we had a, a four-timer from Saratoga, I believe. Oh, uh, the Bartlett, I, oh, I want to say. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for cross-country. Sorry, not golf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so tremendous athlete there from um, Saratoga. Grady and Grant. And, twins. Yeah, twins. Push each other. I'm sure, I'm sure if, if you're listening, Grady and Grant, after this, like, that's got to be – a rivalry in itself, but it's also got to be pretty amazing to see on to your side as your brother. And that, yeah. that's, I'm sure that's a pretty that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm quickly looking back to see, um, cause we do an I athlete. Think, of I the think week. the four time was Hardy Johnson. Oh, okay. Populous. Yep, that's exactly. Yeah, he was he was our first athlete of the week. We started this oh. 20 weeks ago, and Hardy Johnson was the first athlete of the week. Yeah, he's a four-time golf individual state champ. Um, he led to Thermopolis to the four state team championship, and he shot a 68 his final Ooh. round. So that that's a pretty good score. And I mean, yeah, he we we like to feature. Um, athletes that overperform each week and yep. I think that's become a, a pretty good highlight that Wild Predicts does is um, choosing throughout every sport, throughout, doesn't matter the sport, doesn't matter the classification 
we'll find you. Like we, we have the nominations open and we, we get a good 150, 200 nominations and we look into it. Like, and so we'll find you if you, if you're over, if you overachieved or if you did extremely well, like we'll, we'll find you because everyone's going to shout, give you a shout out. Yep. No, I will. I will second that. You know, that's how I found you guys is when you guys were doing your athletes of the week. And I appreciate that you guys do that because there are great athletes outside of the 4A, you know, whatever sport it is, because, you know, four time state, you know, champion in anything is huge. And then, you know, let alone whatever the sport is. So uh, I will say that if for anyone listening that hasn't followed you guys and done the predictions, like recommend whoever, if you're a 2A, 1A, whatever, you know, f- sport you follow in Wyoming, like send it to these guys. And if, if that athlete performed, you're going to be athlete of the week. Um, awesome. Uh, let's do, let's do basketball guys. I know we've got, um, yeah, basketball wrestling and then maybe like track soccer if we have time, but, uh, basketball, they've got, what do they got? Like four more weeks, five more weeks. Yeah. We're coming down. We got this week. Probably one more week and then regionals. So yeah, three weeks and then four weeks of the state tournament. Yep, because then wrestling will be in about three weeks then. Um, yep. yep. Um, yeah, basketball right now. Who's kind of um, – I've been following you guys, and that's that, that's what keeps me up with basketball is there's been some there's been some upsets and some close games recently. Definitely. Like, uh, overall, I think we're down – we kind of thought it was interesting to track the undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. And um, slowly but surely, they, they it whittled down. And I think now we're down to two 4A girls teams that are undefeated. And uh, Cheyenne East girls and uh, Cody girls okay. um, are both undefeated currently going into this weekend. I mean, it's like we started <laughs> out with the first time that we looked at it. We had, I think, 12 teams in total. And yeah, we're down to the East and the Cody girls undefeated. Um, Douglas girls had set a state record um, this season with uh, 40. I think they went up to 48 consecutive wins. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So that, that if you think girls basketball, you, you like, you're going to probably think of the Douglas girls for a long time um, in the dynasty that they had with um, Allison Fertig that's at, playing for, uh, UW right now, uh, yep. been, at, been freshman of the week numerous times this season. So she she started that there, and now they've got uh, sisters for Douglas Olson. Uh, Lauren Olson is the one that comes to my mind because we featured her as athlete of the week two right. times. Two she times. she's uh, she's the lone athlete as two time athlete of the week for Wild Critics. Oh, and, awesome! Um, this week, this last weekend, um, she. She scored 44 points. Woo. Yeah, she and that was, she broke the school record for Douglas High School for girls. 44 points. Um, that puts her we I was looking at uh some like state record lists, and that's in into the top 15, 44 points. Like there were numerous people at 44 points, but that's as high as it gets around here. Like that's pretty yes. dang good. And uh she's averaging at the time, she's probably going into this weekend 26 almost 27 points a game and no, not to mention she's a freshman oh so <laughs> like that uh it's a it's a tremendous sight um as a freshman and putting up 44 points 27 cool. yeah 
four and a half steals a game. Like, yep, that coach there has got it going on. Uh, yep. That's for sure. She'll be a baller in the next three years. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, another athlete that we uh, know, Nathan Talich uh, from yep. Central. He's a common name in the basketball, Wyoming high school basketball world. Um, small school, um, my mind goes to Jordan Barraza from St. Stephen's High School. Okay. Awesome. He, he, he's This last weekend, he was competing for Athlete of the Week for sure. He had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a 42-point game and a 50-point game. Oh. And that man, uh, he's on an island out there because he just shows up to every he game. And he'll play. He leads his team. I mean, yeah. he keeps them in games. And that's what you need. You need a leader. And definitely shows. I don't think he's had very many low-scoring games. Right. No, for sure. I'm pretty sure they're – a lot of them are above 20 points. Oh, yeah. I, I, I bet if I were to look at the, the stats right now, he probably does not have a game in the 20 points. I'm sure it's – Maybe 30 points. Yeah. I'm, he, I don't know if we're, we need to help those coaches out and tell them to double team, triple team, or <laughs> what, what needs to go on. But he, he puts up the points. So, shout out to St. Stevens and Jordan. And um, he, he was one of the first ones to send us uh, – a picture because that's what we're mainly uh, relying on right now is fan submitted pictures. And the, he, he put us up one of him jamming at home. So <laughs> shout out to him and for Love his it. athleticism and being able to show out in two way basketball. Yeah. We also got a one a powerhouses. I would say Upton, Upton high school. Yeah. They're being girls killing. and boys, girls and boys. Like my word. I forgot his name, but he's a, uh... Stud. He's a senior this year. He's there. I think he's their point guard. He he puts up the numbers too. Assists too. I mean, I think he's a double double freak right now. Wow. But I think he's put up a couple triple doubles this year. Really? He's really hard to do in high school. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah. He's an impressive player. And they also had like they're going for that back to back. They. I don't want to say that they won their first one, but I believe it was their first basketball okay. state championship last week. Yeah, I think it's Luca Brooks. Yeah, Luca Brooks, a six foot senior, uh, plays for Upton High School, and so he's he's a he's the kid to watch for Upton High School if you get to that one A two A state champ state title tournament, and he'd be a name to watch for. And for sure. um, the girls, uh, Upton girls, um, we had a video um, that I had come across and requested permission to to put out there of the Upton girls. They got some talent. They got some team um, connection for sure. In this video, you see she's running down the floor with a girl closely guarding her and just whips the ball behind her, behind her head, no look pass behind the head to her teammate for an open, wide open layup. And I mean, that, that takes some connection that takes that just some chemistry there. So, yeah, Upton, Upton boys and girls got it going on right now. So kind of back to 3A, uh, Douglas boys and Douglas girls. Kind of rolling that and table. I think are probably the favorites to win in 3A this year. Yeah. Uh, Douglas boys are tough. Um, so. And I, I wouldn't count out the the Newcastle girls. Okay. That, that's who, that's who uh, picked off Douglas. And was it was it them? Yeah, it was. Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle and. 
that I mean, last year I remember going to the state tournament, watching um, some games and looking at the roster for Newcastle and saying, this is a young team. Mm. Like this team's here and they're young. And that's dangerous when you're in Wyoming. If you get to the state tournament, you perform well and you've got a, a roster of juniors and sophomores, you can't count them out. Like they've got that uh, experience is a, is a lot for a lot of sports around here. Yes. And yep. Once you get that experience and you can uh, c- consistently have experience like that on the roster, on the team, it's going to help out. And yep. Newcastle girls, um, tremendous job. Um, got some got some length I, I've seen some videos and height like they're 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 a very good competitive team that matches up well with with Douglas and Douglas. these point guards and yeah and team that's turned it on for uh for three I would say yeah Douglas boys are continuing Douglas their, boys are in stride uh, Rollins is tough I mean I mm-hmm. know Douglas just came off a pretty Pretty big win. I mean, I think they hit 12 threes in that game to beat Rollins Woo. on the yeah. road, too. So that, that's pretty impressive. Um, I mean, well, like you were mentioning, you know, experience, you know, especially like football. I think I think of all the big ones, football, basketball, wrestling. When you go into those big environments there for the championships, you know, like you said, the experience is a big deal. You know, if if you're young and have never been there, could overwhelm you or if you're somewhat young and have some seniors that have been there before you know that's when you turn it on and all of a sudden it's you know it's uh those tournaments can turn ugly for some teams quickly um well uh, what about 4a kind of hit on 4a that's probably just a that's always kind of muddy i just don't you never know about 4a basketball it it doesn't help when they kind of beat each other up yep (laughs) top five when they get together i mean the one seed will get the number one will get beat by number two. Number two becomes number one. Then number three beats number one. You know, it's anything can happen. You know, yeah. it's just so crazy. You know, and uh, for for 4A boys, I, the thing that comes to my mind is uh, the Stephen Curry effect. A uh, bunch of these teams are relying on the three, and you 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 definitely see that in the results when a team is on. It's hard to beat if they've got three kids that can shoot the three ball and yeah. Um, so yeah, Stephen Curry effect is here in Wyoming. Like it's it's a thing and um, it's it's interesting to watch some of these kids that that are confident with the three ball and what they can do and yeah. Um, it's crazy. It, I think Talich isn't Talich. He's got like a I think someone was telling me he's over fifty percent or something like that. Like yeah, no, there, I think there's I think there's a couple kids that are over the fifty percent mark, and Kelly uh, Walsh has a couple kids, uh, and uh, Thunder Basin. Yep, I, I like Kelly Walsh kids have a they can throw full court shots in. For sake, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> going into the half, we yeah that was a that was a fun video submitted that. Uh, from three quarter court at the the first half buzzer launches it and swishes it and it's Thinks a it. great video and um, just fun to watch uh, feature. That's so that's our main main goal too is to build this connection yep. from from the one A schools that are tucked in the northwest corner to the big four A school in the center of the state at well known Casper. Like we want to build that connection and for so, sure. So it's not only the 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 big schools getting all the attention. Like 
there are athletes and they're they're at every school so that's what we are we are uh, proud to to present and show everything that we can to build the the wyoming high school community closer yeah love it i love it um all right uh last two things we'll do wrestling and then if you guys have if you've looked into like track and field or soccer uh that'll that's yeah. what we'll finish on so because wrestling will be coming up same time as basketball um mm -hmm. who are some standouts that you guys are following right now yeah so we had uh the big like indicator for wrestling pre-state tournament is the ron thon in riverton wyoming and uh we wanted to reach out to more of the wrestling community uh through our instagram and social platforms so we went ahead and did some uh individual championship predictions per se sure and we did we did pretty well um i mean there were some some individuals that definitely and some teams i mean that performed extremely well um coming off of the ron thon our athlete of the week was uh lane catlin from thunder basin yep. my heck like winning it winning this the the title the belt at the ron thon is one thing when you can pin your way through the tournament in less than a minute he he, he averaged like 55 seconds holy cow if you can do that like that is tremendous like that is insane and so Lane Catlin from he was the heavyweight from uh, Thunder Basin. Basin Tremendous okay. job, I mean, insane. Um, and we had uh, Dane Steele from Sheridan. Um, he tremendous job. Colson Coon maybe didn't want have the outcome that he wanted, but definitely a, a tremendous wrestler. And yep. um, yeah, we had uh, I think one freshman if i'm not mistaken that won the ronthon and that's a pretty tremendous feat too yeah, Roni profit from kemmer i know his older brother um, donnie profit he was a four-time four-timer and so that's a there's only i think 26 four-timers in the history of wyoming wrestling yeah so we got a couple going for it this year um like septon douglas of lyman yeah um, I think he's going for his fourth yeah. round this year. And he, I, I believe he won in the Ronthon as well. One to zero by decision. Yeah, the, in his, so in his, in this, in the, yeah, the championship match. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are kids that you, you know, and um, mm -hmm. I know from talking around that some of these kids that might not be um, like that are competitive, like, they are going to maintain that, like you said, on and off the mat. Like they are tremendous kids, tremendous athletes, and so it's it's a it's a cool cool time to know that some of these athletes, the humility and the perseverance that they put into it, and everything, yeah. and their their attitude, and um, just how great that the Wyoming athletes are right now. And um, I think that three uh, A is going to have a big battle for a state team title. There are uh, quite a few teams that uh, yep, were able to perform well in Ron Thon. Um, I think the team to watch for 3A is, can Douglas pick off Star Valley? Mm. I think that's a big question. Um, Ron Thon, uh, they, they, I know this has all the classifications, so there's team points going in all directions, but Right. Douglas ended up um, picking off Star Valley in the Ronthon by uh, 15 points. So 
that's, that, a, good, that, that's yeah. a good margin, but that's also when you get to the 3A title, like 3A teams, like there may be kids from Star Valley that can perform well and yep. they'll turn it on. They've got a coach that has also got that dynasty going on in Star Valley. And so it'll be interesting to watch the Ewings from Douglas. Uh, we've got him them featured a couple times athlete of the week, the Ewing brothers from from Douglas. I, I assume they're brothers. If they're not and they're listening, I apologize if there's uh, different fa familial ties. But yeah, yeah and I think uh, not just like I remember, let's see in here, we're looking at our uh, social feed here. And yeah, and Sefton Douglas comments, um, they finished ninth overall. And his comment was, Lyman had five kids, by the way. And so five kids, three Ron Thon champions, and they finished uh, ninth in the team standings. That's a tremendous outing. Uh, yeah. those, those three athletes from Lyman, uh, two seniors and a sophomore. Uh, I mean, that's that's some good wrestling. And so hopefully we see that, that program continue. Yeah. I mean, also, we uh, – the 2A teams, um, you always got to look um, for Kemmer. I mean, yeah. they've, got, they've got that team. And I know um, Cokeville, um, he yeah, – coach there has always got Moorcroft. Like you, you, these teams, these two A teams, wrestling is a very dominant sport for these smaller schools, and I feel um, maybe sometimes it gets overlooked. Um, yeah. Wrestling is a very dominant sport in Wyoming, and um, it was fun to also see uh, uh, female wrestlers at the Ronthon competing. Um, I would um, not be afraid to say that in the next couple of years we'll be introducing female wrestling to Wyoming. Yeah, some weight classes. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's something that we can definitely be confident in saying and looking forward to in the coming years. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah, there's been a lot of great two A, you know, wrestlers that come out of like Kemmer, Moorcroft, um, great athletes coming out of those communities for sure. Yeah, and um, I think wrestling, like it's, if you haven't been to a state wrestling tournament, that's one of the few. Uh, uh events in the state of wyoming that like it's just a it's just an event to go and experience mm -hmm. you know nothing about wrestling like it's it's something that will definitely make you want to know more and truly dive into the sport of wrestling i i remember my first i went a couple years ago like three years ago it was my first time because i had competed in other uh winter sports not allowing to go but yeah. i remember going to my first one and walking in and I'd never seen uh, – it's the Ford Wyoming Center now, but I'd never seen that many people sitting in the, in that arena, and I was very, like, the enthusiasm for every single match there yep. is tremendous. And so that is definitely an event that people need to take advantage of in Wyoming because it, it definitely features some good wrestlers, good matches, and it's a, it's a great event. Yeah, no – hundred percent. Perfect guys. Okay. Last one. Last thing is, uh, do you guys have any too early, very early, you know, track and field, you know, team, um, and maybe individuals and then soccer. Um, yeah, I, I know, uh, soccer last year, uh, Mountain View girls, uh, the program that was introduced two years ago, 
Mm-hmm. Um, they have a coach uh, by the name of Jessica Moretti, and uh, she's soccer maybe isn't one of the bigger sports in in that valley, but definitely is growing. And they went to their first state uh, of eligibility for the state tournament, qualified, and ended up fourth. And uh, most of that team is back this year. So I would say uh, Mountain View girls for sure should be a team that their other teams are going to prepare for because they know that these these girls like that that's a sport that they really enjoy now and I think that soccer is a growing sport in Wyoming. Yep. Um, definitely not a lot of schools and and softball too growing now like being introduced and having our first state tournament last year. I think that that's a that's a good sport too but going back to soccer I it's definitely one that's growing and uh Warland boys for sure, like they, I think they've won. I don't want to. I don't want to guess how many games in a row they've won, but it was it was definitely big. And I think this year, with us growing as a platform and building our avenues, we'll build this um, attention to more um, of these spring sports than just track and field. Yeah, because there are these continued athletes that turn out for these sports, such as soccer and softball, and track and our coverage will try to do the best that we can and we know that um this year um with sydney thorvaldson from rollins dominance complete utter dominance in uh track and field the distance races and yeah. so it'll be fun to to watch what shakes out in track and we know that uh one of our featured athletes of the week um, she competes for torrington in track um, but uh, is originally from, I want to say, oh, uh, Southeast. Yoder. Yeah. Yoder. yeah, yeah. She's from Yoder, competes for Torrington and indoor okay. track. Uh, name of uh, Jordan Stoddard. Um, tremendous athlete there. Like, she's won high jump and long jump a month in a row now competing. Wow. So she has high jump marks that we've compared to past girls that we know have competed and. From Lyman High School, we, we had a girl that was a tremendous athlete that won Gatorade player track athlete of the year. And she she's matched that mark of in high jump. So we know that's a tremendous, tremendous mark for Wyoming girls. And a long jump mark of 18, eight and a quarter, like for long jump, and that that's insane. The high jump mark, five eight, that's I I'm not ashamed, I, maybe I'm ashamed to say this, but that's almost jumping over me. Like, so that's, that's, that's a great, uh, a great accomplishment by Jordan and definitely yeah. an athlete to watch for and in, in track and field this year. And, um, I mean, soccer, you, going back to soccer, bouncing back from these spring sports, you know, that, uh, soccer in Wyoming is not the, the best with weather and, um, it's definitely going to have some, some of these spring snowstorms and yep i mean it's it's definitely a tough getting back out to these outdoor sports in the spring of wyoming is not always pretty yeah 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 same for track too but uh no that sounds great guys well um you know moving forward this year this is kind of your second year fully doing all this um people can send in recommendations of athlete of the week um they where do they send that stuff to yeah so every sunday we post a thing that we call sunday spotlight and so that is uh you, if you're on instagram 
you, it's just a very easy um, type in the box and nominate the athlete there. We also have an email, um, pretty easy, wildpredicts at gmail.com. And nothing, nothing special, just wildpredicts, like everything yeah. lowercase and everything. And um, there we will, like we've had uh, photo submissions. We've had people uh, get in contact with us to remind us of stuff going on in the state. Um, we communicate. We'll, we, we have those notifications open. So we, we're open to these uh, lines of communication. And we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Instagram by far is our biggest platform currently. Yeah. And so we're we're uh, really trying to remind people that we are on Twitter and on Facebook, trying to connect not only the high schoolers to the high schoolers, but getting these parents, their grandparents, their aunts and uncles that live in Colorado, Nebraska. We're, we want to build this and because um, you hear it all the time. Wyoming does not exist. And that's something that we're we're out to do is put Wyoming high school sports on the map. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Um, are you guys, uh, you know, any other goals you guys have? So we're doing athlete of the week predictions. Are you guys looking to have a website or um, uh, maybe a blog? You know, you guys have so much information that, you know, maybe writing some articles. Is that kind of in the forefront, too? What's kind of the plan here in the next year for you guys? Yeah, definitely. Um, so. Shout out to my wife. She's currently designing our website that we hope to have launched this summer. Yeah. Um, and so we're definitely getting in, into that uh, out of our uh, level of comfort yeah. with technology, but uh, we're definitely learning and growing as a panel as this progresses. And uh, yeah, we definitely want to attack the front of a website. We want to um, get out to these events and people know, hey, that's not only the wyo preps that's wild predicts we know it's closely named we are different um and we we don't want people to think that we're out to compete against other platforms there we're just uh, trying to build the the connection with everything and yeah. make sure everything gets covered yeah. yeah well and you said it well i mean it's 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 get the athletes together right you know some some um you know, a 4A athlete might not know anything about a 1A or 2A athlete. And, you know, let's put those guys together and gals together. And um, and then, like you said, the families, too. You've got families that live outside of the state and stuff like that. And let's, you know, we're promoting everybody. So I love that. Um, well, guys, is there anything else you guys want to say? I think uh, that was great. I think, you know, hopefully maybe we could do uh, when soccer and stuff starts up, we can kind of uh, recap basketball wrestling uh swimming um and then you know soccer and track will maybe have started by then so hopefully we can do this every uh, not not too much you know the seasons last a long time here in wyoming so uh but yeah anything else you guys wanted to add um no like thanks for having us on aaron um we, sh we sure want to uh give a shout out to all the wyoming athletes as it's coming down to state time region time Best of luck. Um, go out and compete hard. Um, I know from my experiences that there's always something that can be improved on. So always looking for that um, area improvement and getting out there and competing well. And just have fun. Yeah. Have fun while doing it. That's that's the reason why we do it. Doesn't it doesn't last forever? I no. think that that's something that, <laughs> that I I truly if. If there was a time to go back into high school, it would definitely be a different experience because 
it doesn't last and it, there's not an experience like high school sports so i think that that's something that if you if you're still listening high school sports athletes enjoy it while yep. it lasts because it's it's definitely a time that you'll always cherish and talk about and like we do like we get to that's why we love this too is that we get to reflect on what we were able to do and able to see in our high school sports times and now we get to continue living this through the athletes that are currently showing out it's yeah. just fun it's just fun to see the development of the kids from when we were in high school yep. and how things are changing uh teams the growth of schools the athletic programs for some of these schools who may have struggled before mm-hmm. now they're on a come up that we probably would have never seen without these without this so it, it's just really cool to see so yeah yeah, no, it's uh, you guys are very passionate about Wyoming, Wyoming athletics. And um, yeah, I would reiterate that to any athletes listening to, you know, enjoy it. Um, do go and compete as best you can. And uh, we've got wild predicts and, you know, people are out there watching and, and enjoy, you know, um, kind of the achievements of all, all the athletes. So uh, appreciate it, guys. That was a long one. I appreciate your time. And um, I am going to try and have this out this weekend. So uh, that way we can all you know, share it out there and, you know, get this out before, uh, swimming and, and basketball and wrestling. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me hit, uh, 